Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing. And for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. Well, sports fans, we've made it to the end of the week. Look at that. It's Friday, September 8th. And welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. Today, we're going to start in New Delhi, India, or Bharat, if you're so inclined. Loyal listeners of the PDB will recall that yesterday, we discussed that India may be rebranding, ditching the name India and going with the older Sanskrit name of Bharat. But I digress. Even as we speak, world leaders are arriving in New Delhi for the G20 summit. I'll give you a preview of what's on the table and what's at stake during this year's summit. Then, a little later in the brief, we've got the most solid indication yet that the UAW, the United Auto Workers Union, is likely to strike when their contract expires next week. Plus, Russia is crying foul over a deadly new weapon that the U.S. will be supplying to Ukraine in the coming days. And finally, in the back of the brief, African leaders are demanding a global carbon tax to finance green energy in developing nations. We'll take a closer look. But first, today's PDB Spotlight. Leading dignitaries from all corners of the globe are touching down in New Delhi for the annual G20 summit that kicks off this Saturday. U.S. President Joe Biden is scheduled to join the party this evening. For some perspective we should probably understand why the G20 is so important. The 20 nations attending the summit are, essentially, the engines of the global economy. They represent almost 85% of the world's GDP, 75% of international trade, and account for two-thirds of our global population. So yeah, that's some serious influence. And as Ron Burgundy would say, the G20 is kind of a big deal. Supposedly, their summit meeting rooms actually smell of rich mahogany. And now I'll stop with the anchorman comments. Of course, much of the buzz has been about who won't be attending the G20. As we've covered on the PDB, there are two high-profile empty seats this year. Russian President Vladimir Putin is taking a rain check for the second straight year. Now, you can't blame him entirely. He hasn't stepped out of Russia since the International Criminal Court slapped him with an arrest warrant due to allegations of war crimes in Ukraine. And by allegations, I mean, yeah, he's committed war crimes. Chinese President Xi Jinping is also missing in action. And honestly, his absence has been the headline story for much of the lead-up to the summit. This is the first time he's skipped the G20 since becoming China's leader in 2013. And naturally, 
there's a massive amount of speculation as to what that means and how it should be interpreted. So what you ask is on the summit's agenda. Broadly speaking, the key topics up for discussion will be the Russia-Ukraine conflict, global economic shifts, and of course, the needs of developing countries. Did I forget climate change? Also, climate change. Now, the U.S. contingent to the G20, led by Biden, will be focused on one key objective, countering China, or more specifically, the economic influence China has been building over developing nations for the past decade plus. China's been spreading around billions, backing big-time infrastructure projects in developing countries through their so-called Belt and Road Initiative. Now, that sounds good, right? Well, call me cynical, but I don't think China has been doing this out of the kindness of the Communist Party's heart. Many of these nations are now finding themselves deep in debt to Beijing, owing massive amounts for these projects. China, according to the White House, often wields these loans like a weapon, almost like predatory lending but on a much grander scale. And they've made inroads across the globe, using their money and occasionally the lure of access to China's market as a sledgehammer to strike deals everywhere from Honduras and Central America to Argentina, Kenya, Pakistan, Mongolia, and Turkey. Now many of those countries and others are struggling to make payments to China. Biden's stated game plan for this G20? Well, the goal is to revamp the World Bank and other global development banks, making them more adept at investing in low- and middle-income countries. The aim? It's to offer these nations another route to fund their infrastructure and climate projects, reducing China's grip and at the same time amplifying the U.S.'s influence. In a nutshell, it's all about giving developing nations an attractive alternative to China. It's often said that China plays the long game, whereas in the West, we tend to have shorter attention spans and think more in terms of immediate results. I like to think of us as raccoons chasing every shiny tinfoil ball that rolls by. As an example, China for years now has been busy locking up mineral rights from Africa to South America, understanding that controlling critical and rare earth minerals, both the mining and refining, will be critical to future production of everything from electric vehicles to smartphones, missile control systems, and other key technologies. This has been a decades-long strategy on their part, while the West, now waking up to it, faces the reality that without access to lithium, cobalt, and other minerals, the dream of an all-EV future, as an example, is unlikely to become a reality. And the reality for the G20 this year is that little of substance is likely to be agreed upon, despite an ambitious agenda. Russia's top representative, Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, well, he'll be there looking to ensure that criticism of Russia's actions in Ukraine is minimized. Host India, meanwhile, is in the awkward position of having not condemned Russia's invasion, while at the same time, they're looking to strengthen ties with the U.S. And China, without Xi's presence, is unlikely to agree to any declarations or agreements of substance. Now, every G20 typically ends with an agreed declaration from all participants in order to show the appearance of unity and forward progress. Huzzah! Usually, those declarations are watered-down bureaucratic mush. But this year's agreement, if they can reach one, may be even mushier than usual. And thank you. I believe the PDB is now the first podcast to use the term mushier. All right, when we come back, I've got two more developing stories that you should keep on your radar. UAW Chief Sean Fain is indicating that his workers are ready to walk off the job next week. 
and he's clapping back against recent comments from President Biden. Also, Russia is crying foul over a U.S. promise to supply controversial depleted uranium rounds to Ukraine. I'll be right back. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Welcome back to the President's Daily Brief. Earlier this week, we reported that President Biden sounded optimistic that a potential strike by the United Auto Workers Union would be averted. To refresh your memory, Biden stated that he wouldn't be worried about a strike until it happened and added that he didn't think it would actually happen. Apparently, that comment didn't sit well with UAW President Sean Fain. When pressed about Biden's Labor Day comment, Fain was pretty clear. The union's goal, he said, is to find common ground with the automakers, but he won't be, quote, playing by the old rules. In past talks, Fain implies that the automakers would drag their feet and then try to drop a ton of changes at the 11th hour. This time, Fain says he's not having it. Here's where the rubber meets the road. The UAW's contracts for about 150,000 autoworkers expire on September 14th. Fain wants a deal by then and warned if they don't get one, there will be action. Now that sounds like a strike's not only on the table, but becoming likely. And here's another wrinkle in it for the White House. The UAW had Biden's back in the 2020 presidential race, but when it comes to a re-election endorsement, they're pumping the brakes. Fain said the union will consider endorsing Biden again if and only if he addresses the auto industry's switch to electric vehicles. We're talking job security, pay, organizing rights. According to Fain, endorsements will be earned, not freely given. So this isn't just any labor dispute. It does appear to be a signal of bigger shifts, possibly in the industry, and maybe even in politics. Okay, let's turn our attention to the conflict in Ukraine. On Wednesday, the Pentagon unveiled a fresh security aid package worth up to $175 million. As a reminder, since the start of the war back in February 2022, the U.S. has provided roughly $80 billion, give or take a billion or two, in primarily military assistance, but also humanitarian and financial aid. But what's making this latest aid package a bit different is that it includes a fairly controversial item, depleted uranium rounds for Abram tanks. So what's the fuss about depleted uranium rounds? I mean, well, the name alone sounds rather benign. Depleted uranium is a byproduct of the uranium enrichment process needed to create nuclear weapons. The rounds are so heavy and dense, they can penetrate pretty much anything and can make mincemeat out of armored vehicles. The rounds also retain some radioactive properties. Now, while Britain had sent some over to the Ukraine earlier this year, 
It's the U.S. move that's causing a stir. Russia is expressing outrage, arguing that this isn't just escalation, it's, in their words, irresponsible, especially considering the environmental impacts. Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Rybakov labeled it a criminal act. Now, that's an interesting statement, given that Russia produces depleted uranium rounds for its military use. Okay, let's ignore the dark humor of pretending that Putin and his cadre are outraged over the environmental impact the rounds could have, or the irony of Russia labeling anyone else's actions in Ukraine as criminal. What's got the Russians torqued? is the continued resolve and willingness of the U.S. and our allies to keep the supply of weapons and munitions flowing to Ukraine. Recent moves to provide more sophisticated systems, such as the Abrams, Patriot missile batteries, and now F-16s, likely has the Russian leadership increasingly concerned over what the endgame of Putin's misadventure will look like. All right, finally, some African leaders are calling for a global carbon tax to promote green energy development on their continent and insisting that developed nations pay a previously pledged $100 billion annually to developing nations. I'll have more on that in the back of the brief. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true, finding the right policy on your own can be time-consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy, well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision-making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. You're cruising down the highway, windows rolled down, tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. 
CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Visit now. Welcome back to the PDB. In today's Back of the Brief, it's a season of summits. As we discussed earlier, the G20 is about to kick off in New Delhi. Over in Jakarta, East and Southeast Asian countries are wrapping up the ASEAN summit. And in Kenya, they just closed out the first African climate summit. I want to draw attention to that last one because African leaders made a significant demand, the implementation of a global carbon tax. The declaration that the summit produced, in part, called on the world to, quote, rally behind the proposal for a global carbon taxation regime, including a carbon tax on fossil fuel trade, maritime transport, and aviation that may also be augmented by a global financial transaction tax. In other words, they're calling for a tax on everything. Problem is, as the African leaders have pointed out, past pledges of climate-related financing and development money to developing nations have yet to be paid. Not to mention... Well, there is that self-righteous tendency of developed nations to try and push costly green energy solutions on developing nations, while the developed countries obviously benefit from their own past and present use of fossil fuels. The African summit highlighted a variety of significant concerns and also highlighted some significant differences between African government leaders, environmental groups, and human rights organizations on the continent. While they all agree that Africa should become a renewable energy powerhouse, there's a sense that their goals and what they perceive as the best interests of the African nations are at odds with current actions and policies of developed nations. That seems like a familiar refrain. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Friday, 8 September. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to us at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker, and I'll be back on Monday. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. You've heard it said, and it's true. Time is our most precious commodity. And the question is, how can you spend it wisely to improve yourself and the people around you? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you about a great way to continue the lifelong process of learning and that's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subjects. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. Correct, I did say free. As an example, sign up for Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution. Now, in this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it's been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced, so you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and unaccountable government. Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash pdb to enroll.
There's no cost, and it's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu slash pdb to register.